If he doesn't have another race win, he won't be in Phoenix. Did you see your face? Hey, race fans, welcome to Backseat Drivers. I am Alex Weaver, joined by Steve Letarte and Mamba Smith. Today, we're going to break down everything from Talladega, which actually was a calm race. We went home with no really destroyed race cars. Surprised? Yeah, um, you know, nothing surprised me at Talladega. That's the truth. Everybody says, what's it going to be like? I have no idea. Yeah, when I, I think it's going to be calm, they wreck. When I think it's going to be a wreck fest or calm, uh, it was a good race. I know that. I was thoroughly entertained without the wrecks. I rarely ever need the wrecks, and I definitely didn't need them on Sunday. Yeah, no, I, I enjoy it. I think it's cool to watch these guys push each other so hard and keep the cars in control. I yeah. think that just shows how talented they are. I know we had one wreck early on, and, and you can, obviously there's going to be bad pushes and people get sideways and stuff happens, but overall, it was great. Great weekend. Yeah, it was uh, incredible to hear the drivers and teams talk about the drafting and who to you know block and... It was insane. So remember to text backseat to 31032 to agree or disagree with Mamba and Steve. You have to agree with me, so that's no choice to <laughs> so disagree with the two of them. All right, let's get right into it. We are going to have uh, four drivers who will not continue on to their quest of a NASCAR Cup Series championship following this weekend at the Roval. And we saw quite a bit of bubble trouble this weekend at Talladega. Austin Sendrick was penalized on pit road and Christopher Bell went for a spin down pit road. Byron is still in the process of appealing his points penalty for Texas, so I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> but take a look at the backseat driver's point meter. The drivers in green are doing well on points, looking into the Roval, and will most likely, most likely, advance to the round of eight. The drivers in yellow are doing eh, okay, but nothing is set in stone for them yet. Then we have the drivers here in with us in the back seat. They're in red. After Talladega, Bell, Bowman, Byron, and Cindric, say that five times fast, are all below the elimination line. So with that being said, four drivers will be out of the playoffs following the Roval. Steve, who are your four out on Sunday? Don't have a name that starts with a B. That's my suggestion. Bowman, I'd love to see him back in the race car. That's first and foremost yeah. for Bowman. If he is back, I still think advancement is going to be nearly impossible. It must win. I have Bell out with the same situation. Mm. Must win. Uh, Byron, I'm going to assume the points don't move. And for that reason, I don't have him advancing. And then the tie at the cut line, I'm going to give to Austin Sindrick. So that means Briscoe is out. Three Bs are all out. Bowman, Briscoe, Byron, and Bell. Assuming everything you just said stays, especially the the Byron thing, really, that's the real wild card mm -hmm. because it, it flips it 25 that's points. That's a big, big penalty. And then it moves Suarez down, down, and he's above the elimination line by 12 points. So it's really a big factor. But let's say it stays the same. I'm doing the same thing, except I'm leaving Briscoe in. I think Briscoe beats Sindrick, so it's Byron, Bell, Bowman, Sindrick. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right, well, we finally saw a playoff driver take the checkered flag at Talladega. Chase Elliott has locked himself into the round of eight and can rest easy this week heading into the Charlotte Roval. I mean, that's a shame because Chase Elliott at the Roval, never heard that before. Here's what he had to say in victory lane at Talladega. Once I got clear of the 43, I just felt like that was my opportunity to, to win the race. I mean, I felt like I probably could have stayed on the bottom and had a solid finish. Um, but to win the race, I felt like I had to get up and, and lead that top lane. I didn't really want to be in the top lane, uh, to be honest with you, but Eric gave me a really good shove, you know, really for that entire lap, um, really more than a lap. 
uh, more like a lap and a half, I guess. And, you know, I think he was probably waiting to get over here to make a move. And, you know, fortunately for me and unfortunately for him, we got, we all got broke apart, you know, before, uh, before that could happen. So I'm glad we did. Uh, but yeah, I was able to get by Ryan there and, you know, be just in front of, just far enough ahead to, Hold him off there at the line. Well, Chase Elliott told NASCAR's Chuck Bush that he was looking forward to the Roval this weekend, even if he didn't win. I bet he is. We've seen a few drivers go back to back with wins this year. So can Chase Elliott join them and go back to back with a win at the Roval? The first playoff driver, I just want to hint at that, to win in the playoffs. I'm shocked by that, Mama, that it's the first one to get it done. Yeah, I mean, yes. Like to normal standards, yeah. usually, you know, our playoff field is stacked, and but not with this car. This car has really leveled out the playing field, and some teams that were kind of nipping at it have won. Like uh, Christopher Christopher Busher has now won. Eric Jones won. Like so, those guys being involved and having good runs towards the end of the regular season makes the playoffs a little different, and I, I love that. Um, is, can he? He definitely can. Will he? I don't know because. It's all ratcheted up. We're trying to get to this last round, and you're not going to let someone who's already won be in your way to advancing if he's in your way. So um, he's kind of in a weird spot because he's not usually overly aggressive, and I feel like once you win in, that, that helps you be more aggressive, and that's not really his style of racing. So uh, we'll see. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's the most non-committal answer I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, so here's the thing. Any other road course, I think Chase would be the huge favorite because I think the win allows him to call the race correctly to try to win. The Roval, though, is kind of the oddball in this. The first stage, 25 laps. Second stage, 25 laps. Third stage, well over 50 laps. So we've seen uh, Kyle Larson recover from an alternator. We saw Chase Elliott win after literally driving in the turn one wall. Um, so that, surprisingly, I think is a negative for Chase. I think all the playoff guys will have just as much opportunity. They won't have to call this crazy strategy that will hurt them. Um, I'm going to say he doesn't win, but he's the car you have to beat. I just think someone beats him. I think someone, the, the field is too close this year. Uh, maybe Chris Buescher, um, there's some other guys at Reddick. You know, there's other guys that run well at the road courses. Momentum's real, um, but why? We haven't had many back-to-back -back winners all year. Why are we going to have a streak of them now? So. Do you think Chris Buescher beats Chase Elliott at the Rebel? Well, he beat him at Sonoma. Well, we saw a lot of photo finishes across all three of our series this weekend. Let's take a look back at the exciting finishes from Talladega. Rhodes in the lead. Wrecked to the outside. Rhodes still there trying to hold off. And the yellow and the checkers fly. And is it Brett Holmes? It's official. The 25 of Matt DiBenedetto, the winner. Sam Mayer goes high to block, now low again. Here comes that big run. The 16 goes outside. A photo finish at the line. Allmendinger's going to get it. A.J. Allmendinger by 15 one-thousandths of a second unofficially. Elliott has the lead. Chase Elliott through the dog leg. Blading with momentum. He's not going to get there. Elliott's going to win the Talladega. So, intense racing. I am surprised that we didn't have a little more carnage, but I'll take it, especially when you have finishes like that at the line uh, for all three of our series. That was just the super speedway racing. Was it racing at super speedways, or was it racing for points and wins now that we're getting closer and closer to Phoenix? Well, Talladega has definitely changed being in the playoffs. It has kind of evolved to three little sprints. Mm -hmm. um, each stage 
has so much on the line for points. Because if you run good in both stages, you, can, you no one can have any idea what the last stage is going to be right. like, and you can easily get caught up with somebody else's mess. So I think that has changed it. And then Ryan Blaney and Denny Hamlin both got out of their cars, two of the best to do it at Talladega, and say, I thought to win I had to do A, mm -hmm. but I stuck with B because it guaranteed me the most points. Those decisions um, and this round and this chaotic year, as Mama has mentioned, all added up to playoff drivers trying to kind of shore up um, their position heading to the Roval. So mm. I, I do think it's mixed up a little bit. Uh, but I, I, the races were great. Like, their skill sets were absolutely on display. Yeah, so you look at, so Blaney won stage two. No, one. one. He won stage one. And then you watch stage two until the finish, you're like, where is, why isn't the 12 right there? And they were like, well, we got a lot of points and won a stage. So, like, that changes. And then at the end of the race, they were right back where they needed to be. I think, to Steve's point, if, if they would have gone to the middle, you saw what happened to the 43, everyone just splits them, and then right. you kind of lose all those points that you were in the last 100 feet of the race, you lose all those points. So I love the finishes. I love that these guys didn't wreck. I think that them being able to push like they were really is a testament to how good they are, and they're learning how to push with this car and how far you can go. I think Brad Kozlowski really showed him how far you can go yeah. and set that bar and was like, okay, now everyone come just a little bit before that. And uh, it, it, it ended up being great racing all the way around. Hey, if Brad Kozlowski doesn't speed with Kevin Harvick, Ryan Blaney might be the winner of that race. He just needed maybe someone like Brad up there pushing along. Those two guys changed the end of the race. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, all right, let's get into Backseat Bets presented by BetMGM. Again, you can text Mamba and Steve. Our keyword this week is backseat, so make sure and text that in to 31032. Agree, disagree with them. They won't care. This is just <laughs> that is That is true. That is true. <laughs> um, all right, first up, let's do the two teammates over at Hendrick Motorsports. Who will have a better finish at the Roval? This is not our winning pick. This is just who we think outraces the other. Chase Elliott versus Kyle Larson. Uh, I think Chase Elliott. Uh, just, I mean, Chase has been so good at the Robles, and I, I just, it's Chase Elliott for me. Uh, surprisingly, I'm going to go against the five-time winner of the year. I'm going to go Kyle Larson. I think, why not? Everything else this year has been even and broken up, and uh, so I'm going to pick Kyle Nothing Larson. else has made sense. I'm going to go against, yeah. Larson yeah. is our reigning winner <laughs> yeah. at the Charlotte Roval, but I'm on Team Mambo with this one. I'm going with that the 2019 and the 2020 I feel winner. better about my pick already. <laughs> yeah. Chase Elliott. Give me the nine. All right. Uh, <clears throat> Do you want to read this one out? No, no, you, no, no. You're good. Okay, you're good. Uh, we have Ryan Blaney who is still winless when it comes to points paying <coughs> All -star race. points oh. paying races in 2022. So, Latart, does he win a cup playoff race? I'm gonna disagree with Mama and say no, <laughs> even though Mama hasn't answered yet. We already know the answer. We already know the answer. Um, and here's why: Do I think he's good enough? Yes. But the numbers are running out. Like, yeah. like we're, we, I think his the window has it was open and it has closed. And I believe, you know, Chase was the first to do it, and now I think the playoff guys are going to stack in there. And I know Blaney's one of them. Uh, but I'm going to go with the guys that won their way into the playoffs. are going to keep winning. So I'm going to say no for the 12 car. Well, I mean, you... I just want to ask a question though. Where, where? Oh now? man, we're running out. Roval. He, if Martin Truex Jr. and Jimmy Johnson wouldn't have gotten together. He would not have won the inaugural had, race at the Roval. But he had to be there. No, no, he has one shot. Where? Las Vegas. So, so I think he has two. Okay. Right. 
I, I love I love Vegas for him. I think that's a good one. And Homestead. I love Homestead for him. I think those are the two shots. Martin's well, I thought you were going to give him the Roval first, but okay. No, no, because because well, we, we, haven't, we haven't figured out our, our road course stuff yet. We're, we. We're, yeah, well, I'm team, we. I mean, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm team 12. We got to, you know, so we, we've been, we've been good. We've we been good. Again. Yeah, we've oh, been good. Yeah. No, we've been good. <laughs> we, we just got to get a little bit better. And I don't know if we're better than the nine or the five or the, some of those guys. So yeah. um, I'm looking at Vegas for sure. I'm looking at Homestead. And baby, once we win one of those, we, oh man, we we going to the chip. We're going to the chip. Come on now. That was my hot Come take at the beginning of the year. I'm sticking to it. Ryan Blaney winless in 2022. He only won a race. That doesn't count, Mamba. Check his bank it account. Doesn't. Check that bank account. I'm sure his bank account is just fine. <laughs> but whatever. He has not advanced, locked himself into anything, won a race. Feel this is a family argument. I think we should just move on. All right, moving on. Right, that's what I feel like. Here. <laughs> And last but not least here on these backseat bets, a question that uh, I already know Mamba's answer to this one as well. But A.J. Allmendinger will also be in the field. He is a road course ringer, no doubt, and has had success at the Charlotte Roval as well. So will he get his fourth straight Roval Xfinity win this weekend? That will be on Saturday. He'll be racing. Yeah, I mean, at this point, uh, if a the only way AJ doesn't win is if they beat themselves, I feel like. And um, now he's got that win at Talladega. He's been trying to get a super speedway win, and momentum matters, and he's feeling pretty good. So you're going to have a hard time with that one. So it's a yes for you? Yeah, it's a yes for me. Okay. In bold, Sharpie, <laughs> yes, permanent in bold. ink, write it down. With the big Sharpie. Yeah. I like yeah. It. yeah. I'm yeah. also going to go with yes. So I don't know who would contend with him on Sunday. AJ Allmendinger's biggest competition at the Roval is going to be AJ Allmendinger. Yeah, agreed. And he normally will tell you that. They just need to execute. Yeah. They'll be okay. Um, all right. Well, then Sunday it'll be the big show, and I hope you guys have not only your sweaters ready because it's supposed to be 67, a crisp 67 degrees oh, in here. Charlotte. Yeah, it feels good. <laughs> I'm going to have a pumpkin spice latte <laughs> out at the Roval. I can't wait. Uh, but also your calculators because the points – Keeping up with that and keeping it in track, it's a good thing we have Steve with Tom. Give me a headache already. I haven't got there yet. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. So let's do our winning picks for Sunday. This can be playoff, non-playoff. Connor Daly, I don't care who you pick. Who's your winning pick? Steve, start with you. So I think that, you know, I've been kind of looking at this all day. I really think it's Tyler Reddick again. Mm. I think we go back to a non-playoff like eligible job. I know he started in the playoffs, but he's not in the playoffs anymore. Um, I just think there's so much going on for the playoffs. You heard the radios at Talladega, so I do believe the playoffs are forefront, and it takes just a little edge off these guys, and that little edge has to be there to win. Um, so I, I, I have Tyler Reddick. Why not? He's proven that to be quite the road course guy, so I think he shows up again at the Roval. Is that going to be your pick on Sunday too? No, probably not. I can practice a qualifier yeah, before I pick on Sunday. He gets to, he gets to throw okay. it out here for yeah. practice and then wait for the speed yeah. chart and then throw yeah. a different If you want to know who my real pick is, just tune in Sunday on NBC and I'll let you know who I thought Literally. was good practice. But right Literally. now, midweek, it's Reddick. Literally. Um, I think, think AJ is going to sweep the weekend. Um, uh, after Indy, uh, Indy was, that was a tough one for him. His cool suit went out and... It seemed like they turned the corner. They, they were missing some things, mm -hmm. and I think that their um, their cup, of course, stuff is back on point, and I think that he'll uh, sweep the weekend. 
Well, I just want to wish everybody a merry off season and a happy Christmas because I'm going with the nine of Chase Elliott to get it done at the Rebel. We'll hear nine for the rest of the year. No, well, we won't. Well, she's finally off from Cindric with another. Nine is my team. Left him real quick. So you know what's going to happen? Cindric's going to dominate the Rebel. And we're going to come in next week and be like, you you lost faith. Oh, I know. Rub it in your face. I know. All yep. right, well, I'm still sticking with the nine. He's my championship pick. I will not pick him for another race win until Phoenix. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. If he doesn't have another race win, he won't be in Phoenix. This year, Faith. So be careful what you wish for. But I won't pick him. He'll, okay. yeah. Well, hopefully you all have been tuning in to a race for the championship on USA. It's been a great show following these NASCAR Cup Series drivers throughout the 2022 season. Here is this week's sneak peek. The big question mark for Daniel Suarez is, can he win in the Cup Series? Look out. Keep pushing. Chris Busher's putting the pressure on. And I'm preparing myself for war. Are you okay with conceding and finishing eighth, tenth, miss the Rex and ride around and take the paycheck. I'm not going to do that. In this playoff format, winning is everything. Need to win right now is, is getting pretty high. We're kind of sitting in the danger zone. So make sure and catch that every Thursday night, including this Thursday night, 10 p.m. Eastern on USA. You also have something else to watch uh, this Thursday as well. All three of us at the table will have some oh, yeah. part of Corey LaJoy's kickball classic. Who's going to win, Mamba? You took home the yeah. championship, oh, oh. right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, last year I was on one team, and then I got traded for the championship round onto the championship team. So I. But you won. Yeah, we won. Yeah, yeah I was on Corey's team, and now I'm on Corey's team again. And, uh, you know, okay. I'm six-time MVP of the Charlotte Go Kickball League. So uh, we're going to go get another one. Steve Letart will also be a manager. I didn't know they had those in kickball, but we have them. Some kind of coach. Your team, who are you going up against, though? I, I don't even know who's on my team yet. Oh. I'm hoping it's Mamba yeah. so I can manage his action. As long as I don't have to kick a ball or hurt myself, yeah. man, I, listen, telling other people how to do it, that's more my strong suit than actually going out there and that whole athletic. As long as it's not racing or golf, I'm more of a, a, a bench guy. I can't wait. I hope we have a DK, a designated kicker. I, he can just come I in hope and it's Ross Chastain if he's the DK. Okay. Ross Chastain. Well, no, I hope it's Latour. Oh, Latour. <laughs> I'm just saying, watching Ross play kickball last year was one of the highlights of my I actually year. think that's why Corey does this, because he likes to get all of the drivers out of a race car just to prove their athleticism to the rest of the world. Because he's the only Because they're athletes behind the wheel. Yeah. There's only a couple of them that can play, like, all sports. And that's, he, Corey's one of them. Well, I will also be there, sideline reporting for you guys, bringing you all the action. You can tune in this Thursday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern on NASCAR's channels. That will be the Celebrity Championship game of Corey LaJoy's Kickball Classic, raising money for a great charity. Uh, and it, it was fun last year, so I'm excited to have a lot more fun this year. All right, well, make sure and then set your channels on NBC this Sunday for the Bank of America Roval 400 on Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern. Steve Letarte will be on the call as well. NBC, we'll see you right back here next week in the backseat. Enjoy the Roval and happy Charlotte week. This year, see more. The full field of in-car cameras.
Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Backseat Drivers. Make sure to rate, review, and follow to stay up to date on each new episode dropping every Monday.